Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ooh, we got a new theme song today. I bet everyone at home can guess who wrote that song. What up, After Buzzers? <laughs> Welcome to the Gotham After Show. We're back. Episode 13. We are back. Just think, if this was like We're the here. season beforehand, we'd be done. This would be our last episode. But, but it's not. Extended. Yep. It's extended. We have another season after that. We're excited here at After Buzz TV. The music is perfect. I'm, actually, I'm hyped up on the music. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah. Hey, so if you guys haven't had a chance, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, our iTunes, our SoundCloud, uh, AfterBuzz TV. As always, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. I'm Ryan Hooks, your host. You can find me at RyanHooks92. To my left, Monty Bolanos. Hi. You guys can tweet me right now on Twitter at Monty Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. And Joseph Joy. Hey guys, you guys can also catch me on Twitter now or after the show at J Ajuri. That's J A J O U R I. In case you didn't spell that, we'll spell it for you again later. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so uh, also don't forget to comment. I uh, now that I have a, a child at home and I sometimes am home in the daytimes, I spend a lot of time on social media. So if you want to <laughs> chat with me on Twitter or YouTube or any of that, I'm probably available. Yeah, uh, I am at work. But you can also find me on social media, and I will respond when I'm not working. I am, too. I work at an internet company, so I have no excuse. Yeah. You're well, on the internet yeah, all the I'm time. on the computer, on the internet all, all the day, time. All day, every day. You so. have no excuse either. You right? have no excuse either. <laughs> I'm working with people, so I can't have my phone out well, as Joyce, I'm talking to Why people. don't you tweet me? We'll talk about it. We'll tweet All about. right, guys. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. So what did you guys uh, think about tonight's episode? Welcome back, Jim Gordon. I liked it, but I will say again, like, last week we were talking about the fight scene and how anticlimactic it was, mm-hmm. and today I kind of felt like it was still a little um, low-key, but I liked I liked it mainly because Gordon is finally gaining the respect that he wants and deserves, so we find out at the end, which, yeah, it's a nice turning point for him. Yeah. Monty? Uh, I'm having a... Remember at the beginning of the season, I was like, I love Ben McKenzie. He can't go wrong. Now he's going wrong. Do you remember how I asked that at the beginning of the season when I said, do you think that Ben McKenzie has the character depth as an actor to grow into Jim Gordon's and what he's going to need? Do you remember when I said that? Yeah, I do. And at that point, all I saw was just 
Ben McKenzie because I never had seen him prior to the show and now I'm just like oh I don't believe you like I'm starting to not believe you're Jim Gordon and at the beginning I was so irritated breaking in the episode when he started touching everything in the the first murder that they were investigating that guy hanging and he started touching everything and I was like where are his gloves where are his gloves I was already <laughs> irritated at the beginning of the show you watch too many cop shows I, but, no, but still, isn't it? In, where are your gloves? You right. should technically. And that actually reminded me. I don't know if any of you guys have played L.A. Noire. It's a, a rock star game. It's yeah, like GTA, but with cops and detectives set during Black Dahlia. Anyway, it kind of reminded me of that where, you know, the cop will come to the crime scene, no gloves, and he'll touch everything. He'll open yeah. up coats and he'll take a look at the bodies. I no, just, no pens, that, just pulling across. Yeah, <laughs> that's just all I saw when I saw um, Gordon yeah. at that crime scene. I mean, I, I didn't think of it that way. Like, I didn't see it that way at first until yeah. you mentioned it, but... Um, I thought it was kind of cool because it brought me back Alexis to when loves I played Ellie the Noir. game. Yes, I love it. Our producer Ellie in the booth Noir. is telling us she loves Ellie Noir. Yay. It's so good. Anyway. Well, it's interesting because I was actually thinking that, since, and since we're on, let's talk about it, that, that with Jim Gordon this week, I, I feel like when I watch Harry Potter 5, there's there's a moment where you're like, God, Daniel Radcliffe, you're either just fine or you're angry. And like I feel like Jim Gordon's been like that the last couple weeks. Yeah, like, it's I feel- like he's either here or he's like ah! yeah like it's a lot and it's kind of like dude like I, I get it that you're trying to make big choices did i go out i feel like my mic went out no nope I, I hear you I, you're I, good. I, think, great. I think okay good uh i feel like i know as an actor you're told to make strong decisions like obviously nobody wants to watch a boring show so i understand the strong choice he made but it's you're right it's just like all up like it's going all up there's he, no he, change there's no in direction or it's just all extreme to Correct. the top yeah, yeah I actually liked right? the scene the best when uh, he and Bullock were in the cafe talking and he's like why didn't you tell like that and I felt there was an intensity to that yeah. that wasn't like high anger it was like why did you tell me about that why did you blah, blah, blah. Right. but he was like down here a little bit like he had to contain it yeah, yeah, yeah. he was forced to bring it in because it was secret yeah I think he's struggling with the, with the whole being good cop or bad cop thing and maybe he wants to lash out the way like Harvey would or the way yeah. other cops would but again like he's not like them yeah. he's not like those guys and it's so clear but at the same time it's, we want to see him sort of just go all out and or, I liked that last week like towards yeah. the end where he just like went out and I was like dude I, I, I hope he goes crazy like that would be cool yeah yeah that's what I was looking for that would be cool maybe it's not too late. He I mean, kind of did when he when he threw the the coffee on electrocution oh yeah yeah that was, that was it that was real hardcore <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, I, and I felt that too because even Essen commented on it in the episode about him. Like, and is he winning, or is it like, is he winning of himself? Is that is that his goal? Yeah, to just to win doesn't matter why or what cost. No, I really think he's concerned for the people. I really think he has his best interest in mind for everybody else in Gotham. I mean, he wants to make Gotham a better place. That's his goal. But nobody's on his side because nobody believes that the city could be better. Right. But he does. And, and he's, he's frustrated. He's pre- pretty much alone in, in his missions until tonight. But Essen stepping up. Essen stepping up. Well, that's a couple. She's come to his, his side a couple times. Yeah. That's true. And Bullock but has been there-ish. Yeah. But now the whole precinct is sort of backing him up. And I think Essen did help with that for sure. Yeah. Stepping up. All right. We'll get back to Jim Gordon later yeah. on in the episode because <laughs> we've got more important things to talk about. Uh, I want to start off talking about uh, Bruce Wayne back in business. Let's do it. He, I, I'm glad that they commented. Like, I love when you're like, dude, what happened to Bruce? He's been gone for like three episodes. He's like, oh, I was in Switzerland. That's like, true. That's, Thank you. That's, yeah. Give me three lines about where you've been and why. Yeah. I accepted that. And it, cool. I forgot all about that. He was gone for three you weeks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They were in their chalet in Switzerland. <laughs> so he's out on the, the hunt for Selena, which I think is really cute. Yeah. 
But, I mean, he, he loves her. He's on the hunt for her. He does care about her. He, he wants a friend. But he's also trying to keep that friendship just so she could help him figure out, you know, who killed his parents. Because he was under the impression that she knew she saw the guy. So, I think he does. He did really want a friend, as, like, any 11-year-old boy would want. Especially um, a cute one like that. Yeah. yeah. I actually think... See, here's the difference. Like, I actually believe Lil Wayne when he's, <laughs> like, talking to Selena. Like, I, I actually forget... That she's a witness, that he has ulterior motives, exactly. that it's not just a friendship thing. It's like I believe him. I think he forgot too, and she reminded him. Like, remember, yeah. this is why you're, this is why you're hounding me, buying me yeah. gifts, and trying to find me. In the yeah, game. but for him, it's like not only is it that is that the reason, but I also really just need a friend. Yeah, and I think he doesn't know any different. Like, he's not jaded and cynical like everyone else in Gotham because he's sure. been so protected in his little Wayne bubble. Yeah, that. It, to him it is he's being nice because that's what people do they're nice to each other and he buys people things and you know that's what people he knows do yeah, yeah. he's also sheltered enough to where he doesn't see like that side of people too. right so he it's not something he would have expected or seen did we get our first all. taste of batman to come today when he shattered the, the snow globe and he was like <laughs> disappointed and like that's he sees that down spiral that's about to happen i think this is yeah. the start of his uh internal internalizing the part yeah. of that part of Batman. Now he's never going to ask if someone's his friend. You right. Know, that yeah. part of him is going to start forming. He's he's he grew up a lot mm-hmm. by what that by what happened with, between him. I, and I love a little bit with Alfred too, and he's like, oh, "Do you want to s- sit here and cry, or do you want to sweep it up like a shattered dreams that are on the floor right over here?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, Alfred, you're so nice. He's totally shaping the mentality <laughs> of Batman that we know and love. Absolutely love. <laughs> I love Alfred. I do too, actually. I really I like Tom Hardy as, as as Alfred. Yeah, like, and I wasn't sure at first either. And we talked about that right. originally, like because he was sort of like militant and strong. Right. But you know what? It's like it's growing on me. Yeah, he's really growing, is. and he has a, a very subtle, dry sense of humor that he's, I he's thoroughly British. enjoy. I love it so much. Yeah, I enjoy it so much. So he's he definitely has grown on me. With him, between Alfred and Selena, those two are the only people who are so real with him. Right at the moment, I mean, he hasn't had much contact with Gordon in a while, but. He's learning more from those two people than mm-hmm. anyone ever. And I, I still am waiting for the day that he goes to the board. Like, yeah. that was so hinted at early on and then just tossed aside. Yeah. I feel like that could be something really big for Bruce's development in the next couple of weeks as something to help him find a new avenue yeah. for the search that he's looking for. They you might know? be in the cliffhanger at the end of the season. Yeah. That's too far you away. Never know. That's so far away. <laughs> I can't wait that long. Yeah, they probably already forgot about it. And you're the only one still thinking. I'm about the only it. one still talking. There <laughs> has the to be at least one. one. At least I bet Steve will be talking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably, maybe. I mean, you're right. I, I wish they would have continued that storyline, but I just you're the only one still like. I feel still like, hanging on. Yeah, I, I kind of forgot about it. Well, you know what? It I, could be. It's going to be. A huge I, that's thing. what I like about TV because yeah. like I'll think about things like that that are just trivial things that I'll be like, no way, that's coming back, and I'll just be so set in my mind that it's coming back, and then when it does, I'm like, yes, I've been waiting for 15 weeks and it finally happened. <laughs> And, like, I'm the only person that still remembers that. Yeah. Sorry. I forget the big important things. But it's all good. The little trivial things. All right. Uh, let's move on, then. So, <laughs> as we saw at the end of last week, Fish Mooney's up a creek without a paddle. Mm-hmm. But up. <laughs> Butch is captured. They started this week off, actually, with Butch in the back of a van. Yeah. And then I, it was cool because, like, they followed the guy get out of the van, and then the driver was dead. And then Butch is out of the van. And it was like, oh, cool. Butch is kind of bad, eh? Yeah, right? He knows his way around. That's right. And actually, uh, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. But if you want to know more about Butch, we did a uh, one-on-one interview here at After Buzz TV. You can check that out uh, with Drew Powell, the actor who plays Butch. 
uh, JJ and Nando did that. So it's on our YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. If you haven't subscribed, you can find it on there. Yeah. yeah. He's a really cool guy, and the interview yeah. was really great. So yeah. it'd be worth checking out. I, I t- and I told you this before. We, we're pushing. Uh, I've been bugging a lot of people at Fox and a lot of people in publicist world to get us some people mm-hmm. on the show. Unfortunately, they film everything in New York. So all the actors are in New York right now filming. Uh, and usually with Fox, especially once they're done filming, they like send their actors off and they're free to do what they want. Right. So we may not get anybody in, but we have a couple leads on some call-in guests. Cool. Oh, cool. So we may have a few people calling Ooh, into the show wait. here awesome. in a few weeks. So stay tuned for that. Nice. I'll let everyone know. They can tell us about the storm. Yeah, and the, the oh, snowstorm of the century. Yeah, seriously. Maybe they'll cancel filming and they can just come hang out with us. Boom. <laughs> send them back to LA. We have All room. Right, back to fishing, uh, Butch. So Butch escapes. Fish is getting tortured. I love that she's like. In a bag. I actually thought that she was dead. And then I was like, oh, nah. no, she's not dead. Not Fish Mooney. Yeah. But then it was funny because she, like, is enjoying it. Yeah. Like, is that all you got? Come on. I wonder if it's something that she's practiced oh, I'm handling. Sure like, oh. Like, she anticipates at some point in her life she's going to have to have a bag overhead. And she's probably practiced holding her breath for, like, five minutes at a yeah. time. I'm hoping that it's happened to her and that we will see a flashback one day yeah. as to what she's had to endure. development? Yeah. I think that could be something we'll see in the coming weeks, especially yeah. since at the end of this episode, as we saw, spoiler alert, but she left or is trying to leave. And yeah. she seemed really traumatized, too. Yeah. I think Butch- she- Man, Butch left I know. But, well, Butch didn't leave didn't her. Didn't leave her. Butch, right, 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 yeah, listen, yeah. Butch isn't dead. No, no, no. He First saved off, her, let me just go ahead and say that. He got captured. Yeah. So. He saves her. And actually, and I, I've been one very forward about saying the things that I don't like about Fish Mooney and her character, but I actually really liked her this week. I, I thought there was uh, some some cool things about her. I loved when she came into the club with <laughs> yeah. Penguin, and like basically was like, you know, you're doing it wrong. You have to project more. Yeah, and like she never fails to make a grand entrance. Mm-hmm. That's her. That's her signature. Yeah. No matter what the situation is, and I love how she even got Penguin to get down on his knees and kiss, kiss her shoes. Shoe. Welcome to show business. It's like I don't have to hit you with the bat. To tell you that you need to listen to me. Right, yeah. I will, she did, but. She know. did hit him later, but <laughs> she didn't have to, like, beat him up. I yeah. actually thought Penguin was going to get beat up again, because that's just, like, his MO is him getting beat up every single week. I wonder for Fish, because Penguin told her that he outfoxed her this entire time, and he'd been working with Falcone this whole mm-hmm. time, and she had no idea. So I wonder if her, her goal f- for that night when she found him was to actually beat him up and kill him. I guess it was, considering she wanted to slice his throat. Mm-hmm. But when or she cut his found tongue out. What? Cut his tongue out. Cut his tongue out, yeah. Uh, but when she found out that he had outfoxed her and he was working for Falcon this whole time, like, maybe now she could not kill him and kind of do something with him. Use him? Use him. You want him to pair up, basically is what you're telling me. I either thought they were going to work together or she was going to end up working for Penguin, but it doesn't seem that way. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever work together. I don't think she can. I don't think she sees him as an equal. And until well, she, he doesn't he, have to be, but that's that's what I think. The thing is that she doesn't the entire, him, right? exactly like she always talk, down talks to him and tells him like you know he's a servant and whatnot. So like if they ever become partners, I say she, I say she, it's all in her plan. Like I don't think she will really ever trust him one hundred percent to call him like her partner. Yeah, in crime, literally, literally yeah, partner, partner in crime, literally. But I'm bumped. Yeah, <laughs> two room shots today. <laughs> You're and welcome, we just, We're just getting started. <laughs> oh, we're just getting warmed up. We haven't got to the good stuff yet. No. Um, you know, I was actually thinking that we'd talk about Penguin next, but I feel like we can just roll Penguin into the Jim Gordon thing. Because there's little bits. All, we this, can. Whole, this episode was so, like, scattered. That it was Yeah, scattered. a little bit. But sometimes it's hard for me to compartmentalize things. And, and talk, talk about them. 
Uh, I am chewing gum and walking at the same time. Thank you very much. <laughs> right now? Yes. Can't you see me? Yeah. Wow. My legs are moving. So I'm good. like a duck. So good. Underwater, I'm swimming. You can't even tell. <laughs> Your balance. My is pants even match. So I'm wearing and I'm wearing pants. Nice. I know. Let's uh. Let's. let's Wait. Ne- he never does. Can, can we talk about Penguin's little rock star moment? Okay, yeah. Scene sequence thing that happened. <laughs> the music tonight? video. I thought the I wrote. Video. I wrote the that was so video? weird. Like that was my thought as I was watching it. It was a music video. I think it was him drinking. Reveling. Well, yeah, but he was reveling in the fact that well, he thought he won. He was reveling in the fact that he won, and he has this whole he has this whole club to himself, and he's accomplished that. He's accomplished making his mom proud. Everything seems to be going coming up penguin in his world. But um, I think Come it was just penguin. I know <laughs> that's a put up. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of his moment to sort of just revel in in his accomplishments before they got shattered. His dream, but he looked like a rock star. I think that sequence was pretty cool for yeah. um, Robin Lord Taylor. So we should redo that scene, like in here, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's so telling. Like, it just shows us how creepy and weird he is, and um, how no. and how not together he has his whole plan. And I love yeah. of all the people that they're doing this Ford promo to the next three weeks. They're doing back behind the scenes stuff that they right. chose him. Like of all the people in the show, right. you choose him, the weirdest character to like do these weird little clips. Yeah. Well, no, it wouldn't make sense for anybody else. Really? I no. like, I wouldn't mind Edward Nigma. Yeah. But he, I, you he know what? He wouldn't be doing the little like kind of moves. Nah. I feel like though with Nigma, if we saw him as not Nigma, I would lose the, the appeal of him. Like if he was like, I think Robin Lord Taylor is weird enough on his own. Like, when he's acting normal, he's weird. Right. And I think the guy that plays Nigma isn't weird like that. Is actually just normal. He's probably normal. normal. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Or normal to us. No. I just feel like if I saw him when he wasn't as Nigma, he'd probably just be like a normal guy. <laughs> what up? Hanging yeah. out. Telling jokes. What driving up? forwards. <laughs> anyway. By the way, I, I got his joke tonight before he even said it. I was really proud of myself. <laughs> Which one? Where he was like, uh, what can crush a, a, a ship but still afraid of the sun? And I was like, Iceberg! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh! We've been waiting for that one for the last fifteen minutes. I was so happy minutes. about that. Uh, and, then he, and then he said ice, and I was like, "Oh, not everybody knows what this." <laughs> well, all right, let's talk about. I was gonna. It's fine. We're there now. I can't even keep you guys on task. I'm sorry. No, sorry. it's fine. Uh, we do what we want. This torrid love affair with him and Miss Kringle is progressing, but not progressing. It's crawling. It's cr- yes. It's creepy very crawling. Slow. Creepy, Very creepy, crawling. creepy crawling. Creepy crawling. Yeah, she. Yeah, I just want to be like, dude, stop. Man up to her. She. I feel like all she, he, all the things he goes through when she kind of just puts him down or when they're making fun of him. I feel so bad for him. And it's like, dude, stop I do being too. such a. But she's coming bitch. around. Yeah, she came and apologized after yeah. the letter got yeah. read and, and made fun of. When everything went down in the in the um the police station, she stepped, stood next to him and watched. And, yeah. I mean, she's coming around. She knew she that what Flask was doing was really inappropriate and rude. Yeah, so so how long till that happens? An awkward, an awkward date. Season finale. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe a little bit before, I think. Yeah. And I, I do love that they, he was performing surgery on his finale. Chinese takeout, removing the onions. <laughs> removing yeah. the onions. I know, I wrote that and I was like, Nigma doesn't like onions. <laughs> Good to know. She just ordered it without true. onions. Yeah. Well, I mean, it takes away from the flavor. I, that's he doesn't true. Like onions, he's an enigma. I don't know. <laughs> eh, eh, eh. Why are we into jokes tonight? I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. Ba-da-boops. They're not even good jokes. That's why they're fun. I know. <laughs> that's why they're the best jokes. They're I like know. the jokes you tell small children. There you go. There, thank you. The jokes you tell small children. 
<laughs> those are the best ones they're just like you know you tell them and they think they're hilarious but they're so dumb I'm gonna steal that right? I'm gonna say that on my tour a lot now yeah. that sounds hilarious thank you I love jokes you tell small children <laughs> they're not funny but they're hilarious <laughs> ah, oh. so Gotham 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 <laughs> Gotham City alright um, we're having fun and that's what people want to hear it's true it is Word. so Jim Gordon is on the hunt yeah. That just got really like whew, yes. intense. <laughs> we were waiting for you. <laughs> that was a dramatic pause. Um, so the episode starts off with, as you were so telling us about him not putting gloves on and touching everything. Well, maybe, Seriously. Maybe they have his fingerprints already on file and they just ruled them out. Probably. Or or they probably already invest, uh, went through the screen, went through the crime scene. Did you just call me a dog? Already. I was saying it in a butt, like, pero, but. Yeah, but that doesn't make any but, sense. But, yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I still, I don't know. I didn't seem like it was over, like the investigation was over. Whatever. We're, I'm, I'm, anyway, I'm getting we're investigating murder. Stupid gloves. Jim is on the hunt, and he's looking for things to do. He's back, and he's back with a vengeance. He's back. He's just, mm-hmm. he's just same old Jim, but you know, tenfold. Yeah, Come and just again. angry. Like he, I feel like he has so much built up anger from everything that's happened. You to know, him. What he needs. What? He needs Barbara back in his life. Uh, no, that's not yet. you. Not yet. Just a little release. I think Stress. he seems to be the kind of guy like he won't stop until something's done or he'll hold on to stuff. Yeah. Um until, you know, it gets solved or not. But uh I agree. Thank you. The booth is telling us no Barbara. No, no Barbara. Barbara. She's But please. if she does come back and, and they end up coming back together or just in a couple scenes together, I think he's gonna have hold that same grudge and like hold on to that same feeling that he has. You know, like when he solves crime and... Yeah. You know. Anyway, I don't think it'll work out. I think that it might work out. There'll be a night of passion. I mean, it kind of has to, right? But... Yeah, right. We right know... Now. Yeah, exactly. We There'll be one tour night of passion. Yeah. I don't know other than that, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I'm still like... I'm sort of mad that they left that also with like the cliffhanger with like her calling the, the apartment and um, Ivy answering um, the phone uh-huh. and like... That just that bothered me that they haven't resolved that. I mean, she went to her parents. Why well, now? But like, just for the weekend, mm-hmm. it's clearly Monday because Jim's back to work. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Just but stay at your parents. Barbara. I'm just gonna figure it out. All right. So uh, we find that Jim's doing investigations of all the other cops in the precinct because they're trying to figure out who tore this page out of the book mm-hmm. that would give information about Leon Winkler mm-hmm. and why he's dead. Yeah, he's tr- and it was kind of dangerous for him to sort of investigate his co-workers, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Essen was against it, but he went ahead anyway, right? And just, I don't know. He, I mean, then he started it, lying. I liked that he started yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. Like, no, we know. Somebody already told us. He, he's playing that dirty card a little bit, yeah. but for the right reasons. Yeah, but that's... Hold on to that thought. Yeah, I, I know. Ta- I, like, I want to talk about that later. Okay. It's turning the, out. The dirty yeah, car- good for cop him. card. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just put that here in the back pocket. Agree. Let's put a pin on it. Got I it. Yeah. We'll do. Hold that thought. Don't forget to remind me to talk about it later. <laughs> okay. Because I'm totally gonna forget. I'm gonna get all sidetracked talking about uh, Detective Flass. 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 Arnold Flass. And I also like um, Detective Delaware. Like, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's Delaware. He I and, think is in Sons of Anarchy. Or was yeah. His yeah, his name is Nico Nicotera. Mm. Cool. Like as a real person. That's a cool name. Like Detective Delaware by Nico Nicotera. <laughs> Maybe he's one of the cool Nicoteros from uh, Walking Dead. Maybe. Maybe. That I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> Send us a message on Twitter right now. Yeah. <laughs> at Monzi Blanos. At Joseph Jerk. <laughs> at RyanX92. <laughs> Plug. 
Uh, do you think that Jim is doing the right thing in investigating his own people? I yeah, think, I mean, I think so. I mean, th- the outcome, right? The outcome that he wanted was supposed to be for the good of um, what's his name, Winkler, mm-hmm. who represents Gotham, right? So I feel like he came forward as a witness. He came forward as a witness. He trusted the GCPD. He trusts. He seems to just be a good citizen of Gotham in general. Mm-hmm. And again, that's representative of, of how Gordon wants to see Gotham. So mm-hmm. for something to happen to someone like Winkler... Who, yeah, again, it came forward about another murder for the Littlefield. And got killed in the interrogation room, poor guy. Um, I, I think his motive was good. I thought he was doing it for a good reason. Yeah. Granted, it got him, you know, in trouble in the beginning with everyone kind of being like, why the hell you got to investigate me? Like, I didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't me. I don't know. I didn't see anything. I don't know anything about anybody. But it's, I definitely think he has the best interest in mind. And I think he always will have ulterior motives with the best interest in mind. Like, yeah, it's how do you tell him, no, this is wrong of but you to find out who killed this? ulterior motives? I, it goes back to the whole Falcone Maroney. I think he's just trying to figure out what the hell is going on in Gotham. So, yeah, he's doing this for the right reasons. Like, in the surface, you can't tell him you're wrong for trying to find out the killer. Like, there's no way you can possibly tell him. Yeah. This is the speck so. of sand in the big hourglass yeah, that is Jim so, Gordon. Exactly. So I just think, like, yes, for you're right. He's doing it for the greater good. But deep down inside, he's also has something else he's looking at. Yeah, I, I can't say he's not being selfish at how, all. Yeah, how much is self-motivated by his, like, need to succeed, whether it's right or wrong? Yeah. That was a question. Uh, well, we, sometimes your questions are not right. I'm like, is it rhetorical? Yeah, it's rhetorical. I, it's like, is it philosophical? Was it a statement? <laughs> we philosophize the Pania. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, okay. I, I, think, I think you're right. It, it is kind of selfish because he wants to be the best. He wants to be the one to shape Gotham into something better. But, like, who's hurting from that? You know? Right. Like, who's hurting from it? Right now, apparently Winkler. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't Gordon's fault. <laughs> It, Gordon yeah. wasn't the reason that Winkler I'm, got I, killed. I'm sorry. I was making a joke. A poor joke. Too soon? No, he died. Too soon? He was so sweet. Okay. Too you, soon. Too soon? <laughs> okay, too soon. Got it. The uh, whole situation, though, with him and the, the Detective Delaware, it was interesting to me when he chased him out of the office, and he, like, handcuffed him, and then like, he just lay there with his, his face on the car. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like if he was trying to escape, he would have just got, ran. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah that was another thing where we were like, really? And then he found the equal sugar packets in the trunk. I was like, equal sugar, zero calorie drugs. Mmm, yeah. best of the best. <laughs> All right, so we find out then that everything is under the ongoing narco investigation world. Mm-hmm. It's under the blanket umbrella, that is, of everything that's happening is happening here and is protected. Sounds like a cover-up. Sounds like a load of crap to me. Anybody else agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anybody totally. else have anything else to add? What do you think could be... Uh, could it be covering up? I think that that's something we're, we don't know yet. Because and they've hinted at the fact that like Falcone and Maroni are like kind of important. They're like maybe nothing compared to like the grand scheme that is Gotham. Possibly. And I think this is going to go back to the Bruce Wayne boardroom where we get some high power. <laughs> and if we go to that scene sooner or later, we're going to find out what's going on in Gotham so for Wayne real. Is like inadvertently involved in all of this. I what, think Wayne so. Enterprises. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. That's where the power's Bruce at. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to be the one to crack. Like the he's case. probably got more money than Falcone and Maroni combined. That's true. Well, and that's why I think with when the Waynes died and they talk about that, how it like all changed. They had so much influence, even though you know I think they were all working towards a greater good, which was making money for themselves, whether yeah. it was selfish or not. 
So I think that Little Wayne needs to go to the boardroom. Yeah. That's it. Bottom line. I it just solved ten episodes of mystery. Yeah. True. In one episode. <laughs> All right. So we need to move on right along here. So uh <laughs> Gordon goes to see the penguin mm-hmm. after finding out information about these secret warehouses and these stash houses. And I love the little interaction. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about how cute, them. cute the penguin is. He's so nice. Because they're like, we're friends. And I, I believe him. Like, I agreed. I was, when you're talking about Bruce earlier, talking about his interaction with Selena and how you like believe him, I totally feel like he, he just... Penguin wants Gordon to be his friend so, so bad. bad. Like, yes. he would do Jinx. anything. You, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> you owe me a bigger shoe size. Oh. Monty's shoes are tiny. <laughs> I'm a small person. What yes. if I had nine? You're cute and compact. Thank you. Yes. Anyways, yes, I love, uh, I agree with you. Penguin I, is I, totally believable. I felt he felt so sincere and <laughs> yes. like, so like, would do anything to help Jim Gordon. Like, yeah. Jim Gordon is his best friend. Yeah. Aww. And he was so proud to show his mom. Oh my God, this is my friend Jim Gordon. <laughs> have, you met, have you met Jim Gordon? This is my friend. He's a I detective. Loved, I loved Jim's face when he, when he met Mrs. Cobblepot. Yeah. Because she was like waiting to kiss my hand. And he was yeah. like, is he who does he come from like who is Cobblepot what is this enigma <laughs> and I love this, that scene with Gordon because he was, had to be contained he didn't have to be mad you know yeah. it was like he was so because trying to figure things out yeah. so I was like oh okay he's doing he, that internalizing yeah thing. I loved it well I feel like this to me means that and we talk about uh, Penguin's little relishing of the club that he soon to own I feel like he's made it because he has a henchman now he does yeah. Gabe is his henchman yeah you know, and he was there, and I didn't like catch it the first time we were watching it, but like his name, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" Like, where's? But then later, he's like drowning people in the bathtub I and know. like torturing Detective Delaware. So I'm glad he has a henchman. Yeah, and I, I love that he just showed up in the office and dropped the evidence on Gordon's desk. I feel like he's kind of like the Hodor of Gotham. Hodor. <laughs> yeah. Hodor. <laughs> He'll just do anything Penguin says. Tape. <laughs> Ice pick. Hodor. But yeah, I I was surprised to see him kind of threatening Delaware and, and not any of the other parties involved in... Yeah, because he's yeah. new. Like, we don't... We've never like, seen him before. Clearly, this... It stretches to to way, you know, way further than what we've seen. Yeah. The whole drug deal and stuff. Okay. So, Detective Foss is arrested. Mm-hmm. Essence steps up and helps make the arrest after they have their little showdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been waiting. I want to pull the card back out now. Here it is. <laughs> Boom. So, at the end of the episode, we get this uh, moment where Detective Delaware comes to Gordon in the alley and says, hey, listen, whatever you do, just don't hurt my family. Don't hurt my wife. Don't hurt my kids. You know, I, I won't tell anybody what happened, blah, blah, blah. He has no idea. Yeah. He has no idea what happened, even though he said don't hurt anybody. Is that making... Because he's borderlining now that bad detective role. He lied in the interrogation mm-hmm. to get names. He then also hired someone you know, sort of, so to speak, roundabout sort of way to get some information that he got in a rough way. Nobody was hurt, but is is, is that, you know, is this leaning on Gordon's bad side? Is, oh, he, sure. is he crossing that line? Yeah, and I think that's that moment is when he started realizing that the minute he goes to talk to Penguin, to Fish, to any of them, he's threading the line and he's willing to play dirty. That's just what it's... So how dirty is Gordon willing to play? 
I think he's going to reach further and further limits. Like every week. I think he's testing it. But he's getting surprised, though. Like, he's not, he's a little naive in who to trust. Uh And I think he's just going to trust the wrong people. And right now it starts with Penguin. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Penguin's going to, you know, do more stuff for Gordon. And it's going to, yeah, it's going to get worse and worse. Yeah, I think he's going to test the waters. And as long as it's for the greater good, because it's like, okay, yeah, you're, I think he's like, he doesn't You're know. Wa- yeah. Exactly. He doesn't really know. Yeah. And he outweigh the lives of the few. Yeah. And when he starts to see how much, maybe how much damage it, he really is doing by just asking questions and going to ask for favors from his really good friend Penguin, he's going to start to see, oh, I, that's my fault, huh? Okay. Yeah. And so do you, the other thing, I, as I was watching this, was thinking, do you think that there's someone else involved or was the stuff that Detective Delaware was talking about all related to Gabe coming and getting information about the murder and Detective Foss. I wasn't Foss. in the impression someone else was involved. Me neither. I, I, no, I just I felt... Was. Yeah. Oh, I was. Yeah. I was not. I yeah. felt like there was somebody else like that we didn't even know about that was like going to see him yeah. after the fact. Like somebody else came after Gabe and like tortured them again to get like find out what he told them kind of thing. Yeah. That was the impression that I got. That That's that's what I thought when, when Gabe showed up. Yeah. I was like, what does Gabe have to do with Gordon? I totally didn't make the connection mm-hmm. that, you know, Penguin was probably behind it. But still, like, I think that there's someone else that's part of this big picture. I totally didn't. I, I thought it was just Penguin. Because I had a Do you think it's maybe his ass? Because he showed up this week, you know, he went and killed the executioner that failed the, to kill I mean, Fish he Mooney. wanted to kill Mooney. Yeah, yeah and so, that whole bit with Butch and, and Butch. when their escape. And, yeah. Butch was shot. Yeah. So. And he does show up. And he works for Falcone, mm-hmm. so. It's possible that he went and saw them, you know? Yeah. Because maybe mm-hmm. with with uh, the Detective Flask getting pinched, it does hurt their drug trade, and that hurts his money. Yeah, that's true. So they're trying to find out what people know and who's getting arrested and what they can do to fix it. Mm-hmm. That's just a thought. Yeah. Just a thought. I am just a lowly podcast host <laughs> who has no information about anything. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> we'll find out in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Monzi is a small child, (laughs) and she can just laugh at everything. I am just enjoying the sound effects so much. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I am loving them. (laughs) All right, Uh, Gotham. Guys, got anything else you need to think about tonight? No, because we're running out of time. Quite frankly, we show is. I'm getting the high sign from the booth. We show is. All right. Then that does it. So I want to find out what everyone thinks is going to happen next week, but I want to talk about next week because we saw a little bit of preview with Penguin and Maroney. Yeah. Uh, Penguin pulls a gun on him. And we also possibly saw the pig face guy again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also know that next week's episode is about Dr. Crane. Mm -hmm. So is this the scarecrow that we're seeing? Is it somebody else? I don't know. I mean, Villain of the week. We'll yeah. find out. We'll find out. Um, so then I want to know what you guys think is going to happen next week on our After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz. I love the flashy lights. Predictions. The flashy lights are the best. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Professor Pig and Scarecrow working together. Oh. I don't know. That one. pig just made me think of Professor Pig. Monty? Uh, I think, I don't have an, I don't know about that. I, I think, I don't want to think too much on whether yeah. uh, it's a scarecrow or not. But I think that scene we saw with uh, Penguin and Maroni and he, when he pulls the gun, I think he's going to pull the gun. He's going to be like, I'm just kidding. You know, It's going to say bang. Yeah, yes. like it's going to be something like intense. He's like, oh, friend, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then he's going to put the gun. Because he oh thinks he's like If the bang comes out, I'm going to be like, Joker. Yeah. Oh, 
That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking about, like, where he goes, bang, yeah. Yeah. this is fake. I agree that that's not going to go the way that we all think it's going to go yeah. based on the trailer. That it's, I think it's probably going to be him, like, oh, I'm just kidding as well. Yes. And it's going to be like, we're friends. I would never do that to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Just to smooth things over. And well, once again. Or, or he pulls it out and he sets it on the table. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. What kind of people are we? I yeah. still think that him and, and uh, Mooney are going to work together in some capacity. I mean, I know, like, you guys think that she doesn't respect him. Why would she take I, him on? But I think now he seems so um, vulnerable at this point that mm-hmm. he'll do anything. I think that's and, a few weeks away. Yeah. If that yeah, happens. I think I mean, she'll be gone for a couple weeks and then she'll come back. Yeah. But I think also my prediction from earlier, I'll just say it again, but I mean, a couple episodes back was that she'll she'll come out of this whole torture thing that just happened mm-hmm. and, you know, she'll come back with a new plan mm-hmm. and that plan is probably to just take over and be bigger than Maroni and Falcone. Yeah. And have Penguin by her side. And you know what? I, I agree. I don't, I would see them working together but then when she gets what she wants, she... Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I think she will kill Penguin. <clears throat> she wants to. She wants to She wants to his cut throat. his tongue out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And slit his throat. <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of cuts. All Bats. She's work. cry. <laughs> I also think that we're going to see more with Gordon pushing that border. Mm-hmm. I, I really do think that he's going to keep doing things that are crossing a line. Not to him, but like he's involved in the line being crossed. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's going to start having negative repercussions on his, uh, you know what people think of him yeah that kind of stuff his reputation that's the word i'm looking for sounds right i think okay awesome hey also reminder again don't forget to check us out on our youtube channel itunes and soundcloud all after buzz tv hey joyce why don't you tell everyone where they can find out more about you you guys can find me on twitter and instagram at j-a-j-o-u-r-i and you can find me on the sunday night shameless podcast and when the walking dead comes back and agents of shield i'll be on those as well oh snap Monty. oh snap you guys can find me on twitter and instagram at monsi bolanos m-o-n-s-e-b-o-l-a-n-o-s and you can also catch me on the scorpion podcast thank you for that you're welcome i decided to send you off with one and as always you can find me at ryan hooks 92 on twitter instagram facebook snap chat uh i'm starting black sales season two tonight as by well yourself? yeah by myself so come watch me talk to myself for 35 minutes about black sales which is such a phenomenal show uh thanks guys we will catch you next week when we talk about episode 14 of gotham see ya bye I'm batman from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.